0: cute little yellow romper is brittany meanwhile i'm over here dressed like a camp counselor <laughs> wearing a tie-dye beetle shirt and running shorts that's kind of your vibe though, <laughs> camp counselor i mean i was a camp counselor <laughs> oh, yeah. i officially was like a camp counselor like i went
1: and did camp counseling during the summer when i was younger so it it does track there you go <laughs> we are a variety podcast where we talk about anything everything and nothing yeah So how are you? (laughs) I am pretty good. How are you? Uh, I'm good. It's been a week. Always when you take that deep breath after (laughs) you ask you that question, it's like, go
0: one of two ways. It's been a week. So Tuesday, I don't even remember what happened on Tuesday, but I just remember it was wild. It was like, I think it was, we were just like so busy and just like had all this stuff to do and it was pretty crazy. And then Wednesday we were uh, one of our bartenders called in sick so then we had to like find someone to cover usually it's me or like my manager who covers but we had so much bottling to do that like neither of us could do it because we were so busy and we didn't have enough people like at the warehouse low on the warehouse side of things to be able to let l- one of us go to do that so then we were like trying to get a hold of the bartender who called in sick and we were trying to get a hold of another bartender because it was raining so we were like and he owns his own construction business and that's why he doesn't usually bartend during the daytime but we were like it's raining today he's probably not doing construction so we were finally able to get a hold of him and so he came in and covered the bar and then um, that same day our thermal printer that prints the box label stopped working so we had to call the guy that we bottle for for his bourbon company because he messes with the thermal printer all the time because he is the one who like needs all the box labels so he mm-hmm. knows how it goes, and then we also called uh, my uh, manager's best friend who works in uh, IT and has like a computer programming major and like works with computers like literally all day long. So, it took both of them to finally figure out how to get the printer working. And they used my laptop, and they printed the box stickers, and it worked fine. The next day, I went to print box stickers, and it didn't work again. So, then we used my dad's laptop, and his works perfectly fine. So, it's just my laptop that doesn't want to print the box stickers. So, that's fine. And then Friday. Friday was okay. Okay. Friday was fine. Your face says different. I, I thought I was going to have to, no, I was just making sure okay. that they had gone down on Friday. I'm like, no, Friday was fine. Um, I did almost get into a wreck, but it wasn't my fault. So I was in the left turning lane so I could get into, to go to Dairy Queen. Okay. And there was someone who was at the light on the other side and I had the green light. Like it literally was like, not like the lights were green and the left turns need to yield. It was, it was green, left turn. If you are turning left, you get to go. Green arrow. Green arrow. So I'm like, okay, bet. So I start turning left. And then the person who was in the right-hand lane over there decided they were going to start turning right at the same time and literally almost hit me. I'm like, just because you're turning right, yes, you can turn right on red. But if there's nobody coming, like, you don't just get to go whenever you want just because you're turning right. Like, that's not how it works. You do have to wait. You did not have the green light. I did. You still have to wait if you are going to turn right on red. You still have to wait. And they did not want to wait. So that was fun. But it was fun. Um, and then <laughs> yesterday I worked at Double. And so I bartended during the morning and did the cover charge at night. And during the day, it was, it was really, really slow at first. And then that kid that comes in all the time. I say kid. He's 21. But so it's fine. But, like, he's a kid. Um, came in. And so... He was like, oh, do you want to play pool? And I'm like, yeah, sure. Like, there's nobody else in here. Well, let's play game of pool. I win, which was surprising to me because I suck at pool. Like, it is awful. Like, I'm really bad at pool. But then we started a second game, and then people come in. So we stopped playing. So then I took care of them. And then after they left, it was just us two again. So we are like, okay, let's finish the game. So we go, and we finish the game. And I win again. And this time it was by default, and it's because he got the eight ball in okay. before. So... The first time I won for real, but the second time I won on a Technical. technicality. <laughs> but I still won. <laughs> yeah, I win the win. Um, but then he starts getting closer to me, and I'm like, what's going on? So I just kind of make a big circle around him to go put my pool stick up. He goes, I've got a question. I'm like, okay, what's up? He's like, when do you work? Or he's like, do you ever get a day off? I'm like, huh, hardly. And he was like, okay, so what days do you work? And I was like, I work Monday through Friday. I work Saturday nights, and then I have stuff to do on Sunday. And he was like, oh, okay. He was like, can I take you out to lunch? And I went, no. <laughs> <laughs> then he kept saying about how he's like, I feel bad. I feel bad. I'm like, don't feel bad. Like, you know, sh- you shot your shot. Like, do you. But like, the answer's no. Yeah. Um, and he's like, I just feel so stupid. And I'm like, look, if you don't make it weird, I'm not going to make it weird. And then he just kept going on and on for like 10 minutes. Then he like, he was like, said something about, uh, what, it, what was the phrase he used? It was like a pineapple something. And I was like, huh? And he showed me a picture, and it was
1: of a grenade. And I was like, what? And he was like... I don't even know anything about what you're talking about right now. <laughs> I can not get the context at all. <laughs> <laughs> so he's still, like,
0: going on and on about how he feels stupid, and he feels bad. And I'm like, if you don't make it weird, I'm not going to make yeah, it weird. Yeah. It's fine. But he kept going. Right. And then he said something, and I was like, look, it's fine. And he was like, tell me it's fine one more time. Like, tell me it's okay one more time. And I'm like, okay, fine, I won't. Like, be weird about it then. I didn't actually say that, but that's what I was thinking in my it's head. It's like...
1: Keep being weird one more
0: time. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, all I said was, like, if you don't be weird, I won't be weird. Like, yeah. it'll be fun. But then he it's, he used the phrase, like, pineapple something. And I didn't know what that was or what that meant. And when he showed me, he was like, oh, here. And he, like, got on his phone and pulled up a picture, and it was of a grenade. And at the bottom, it said, like, the pineapple thing. Because I guess they thought the grenade looked like a pineapple. I don't fucking know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> And I was like, okay, well, you know, just don't blow up my bar, like I'll cry. And then he was like, Oh, you won't be able to cry. And I was like, What? (laughs) Oh no. So he basically meant he was gonna you know, explode the bar with me in it. And I was like, This is so fun. This is so funky, so fresh. Great. And then never know just when to stop. And I was like, literally the whole time I was like, It's fine, like you don't have to feel bad, you don't have to feel stupid.
1: Apparently it's not fine. He wants to blow you up. I know.
0: Which is crazy, because considering the first time he came in the bar, literally he knows I don't like him. The only reason I put up with him is because he pays me. And like every time he orders a drink, he tips me every single drink. He doesn't like wait till the end to tip yeah. me, but he tips me like $3 every single drink and he usually drinks like six different drinks.
1: Well now, Tyler you obviously owe him.
0: Yeah, like now I I, I need to date him to thank him for his that generosity. Was a joke. Yeah, <laughs> clearly we were being sarcastic. Yeah, because the first time he came in, he shushed me. Oh. Like, we were talking about his drink that he ordered, because I was, you know, talking to, like, uh, CJ, because me and uh, CJ, who does not work there anymore, because she moved back to where she is originally from, um, but we were talking because he ordered a tequila old-fashioned, and I was like, that either can mean two things, you know, like, it either means he wants an old-fashioned with tequila in it, or he wants just, like, a standard tequila shot like no extra sit, shit like just an old fashioned tequila so we got it it was a tequila old fashioned he wanted an old fashioned with tequila in it disgusting yeah right weird shit immediately now he was like oh he was like so we made the drink and everything and he was like oh what were you like he was kind of like what were you talking like is there any and I was like oh no we were just trying to figure out like which way you meant it um cause we were saying like oh you know this could mean you wanted an old fashioned made with tequila or you wanted like an old fashioned tequila like shot, like, no salt, no lime, like, whatever, and, but while I'm saying this, talking to him about the drink he ordered, he shushed me, because he wanted to listen to the song that was playing, and I was like, (laughs) already, immediately, no, immediately, no, and then the next time he came in, he got the tequila old-fashioned again, and then he didn't like it, because I used Camarena, and because he, he kept being like, it's watered down. It's watered down. And I'm like, okay, I'll remake it. And finally, I eventually showed him when I put the splash of water in, I got a different cup, and I went, this is how much water is in your tequila old-fashioned right now. And he goes, oh, well, then I don't know why it's watered down.
1: Or maybe it sucks because it's a tequila old-fashioned. Yes. And you're
0: a 21-year-old who doesn't know anything. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, I'm going to let you watch me make your drink. And then he was like, oh, it's the Camerina. Camerina always tastes watered down. And I'm like, well, really, it's the... F- best tequila we've got here like it's the one that everybody likes because otherwise we've got Juarez or Montezuma which are both our well tequilas at least the Camarina is our shelf tequila and um which I didn't say that but I was just like whatever then the next time he comes he starts making changes to the tequila old-fashioned and he's like I want to put hot sauce in it do you have hot sauce and I'm like yes I can put some hot sauce in it and then he was like okay and then I want you to add a splash of Miller Lite and I was like huh? (laughs) So I make him this drink and I make it exactly the way he writes it down on a post-it note and he's like, yeah, I want you to like start adding this to the menu. Call it like the Razorback special. And I'm like, yeah, I'm going to for sure do that. So he wrote it down on a post-it note. I make him the drink. And then he was like, this tastes awful. And I'm like, I wonder why shock horror. (laughs) Um, I'm like, well, what's wrong with it? Like, I made it exactly how you wrote it down. I added the splash of Miller Lite, I added the hot sauce. Like, and he goes, oh, when you gave it to me, I added more Miller Lite. I didn't realize you added the Miller Lite. I was like, well, I made it exactly how you wrote it down. So I added the Miller Lite. <laughs> and he was like, well, that's my bad. And I'm like, okay. And then this last time he was in here, he wanted the tequila fashion with lime instead of orange. And I was like, well, do you still want me to put orange bitters in it with the lime? And he was like, yeah, go ahead. And add the hot sauce. And then it's like, okay. And then give me, I guess I'll take your Miller Lite and add a splash of it. And he's like, I'll do the Miller Lite myself. I'm like, okay, what the fuck ever, dude.
1: I... (sighs) well, Okay. You should ban him from the bar.
0: And that's just the daytime. He doesn't deserve to drink. (laughs) (laughs) This is just what happened during the daytime. We haven't gotten to the nighttime shift yet. Like I said, I worked a double So, we get slammed, and we don't have enough security. We were short-staffed on security. They decided, I guess, that, um, and by they, I don't mean security. I mean the owners were like, we only need two security guards. No, we do not. Because when we have two security guards, they're both at the door checking IDs and doing the pat-downs to make sure no one brings in any weapons. And... So those are where those two security guards are. We don't have any security in the back now, and we don't have security up by the stage, which is where we're supposed to have four security guards. One in the back, one on the stage, two at the front door. Mm -hmm. That's how it's supposed to go.
1: But now we only have
0: two. Mm -hmm. So we get slammed. People are coming in, left and right. I'm having to chase people down, because usually the security guard who's on the stage is keeping people from going on the stage who don't need to be up there, and also, helping direct people to me so I don't have to go chasing people down because, you know, I'm not very confrontational and the last thing I want to do is get fucking yelled at or hit because I'm having to, like, like, hey, you got to pay me money to come yeah. in this bar. But I ended up having to do that. So I'm, like, chasing people down, trying to get people. And then this one guy comes in and he comes in with his two friends. And his two friends, I'm like, hey, y'all, it's going to be $7. And they're like, okay, they both pay me. They both get their stamp. And this guy... Goes And I'm like, dude, it's going to be $7. Because he came up next. And he was like, okay, yeah, give me just a second. Then he goes and hides behind his girlfriend. And they start walking further into the bar. And so I go chase him down. I'm like, dude, it's $7. And he goes, okay, yeah, I'm just going to run to the ATM. And I'm like, okay. So I'm literally watching him. Yeah. And then people start coming in. So I lose him. And the next time I see him, he's in the crowd with a beer in his hand. I'm like, you motherfucker. (laughs) So... I, every time I find him in the crowd people would come in so then I'd have to take their money and we only have two security guards who are at the door and they're busy because people are coming in and then I can't tell the bartenders because we only had three bartenders and they were all busy because we were slammed full of people I and mean, this happened multiple times i find him in the crowd get ready to be like hey y'all that motherfucker owes me money. <laughs> and normally I would have let it go if it wasn't for the fact that he was so brazen about it. Yeah. The fact that he tried to hide multiple behind wives. his girlfriend, and I told him multiple times. And then finally, after the back and forth of like finding him, losing him, finding him, losing him, I found him back by the dartboards. And I turn around, one of my security guards, he's not busy. I'm like, he's by the dartboard, <laughs> get his ass. I'm <laughs> like, he did not pay me, and this is what he's wearing. He needs to pay me seven dollars. Cause this point, I'm pissed. Cause yes. I spent forty. This dance has been going on for forty five <laughs> minutes.
1: I'm pissed too. Yeah.
0: And so, they start walking towards me, and then he turns around, again, and goes back into the bar. And <laughs> my security guard was like. Did and he was like, No, 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 no. I just need to go check something with my friend. So my security guard follows him to his friend and then walks both of them back to me. And and then he starts going, Oh, I didn't know I had to pay seven dollars. Like I was like, Yes, you did, I told you multiple times. And he was like, Well, I just thought you were joking or picking on me because my friends didn't have to pay. I went, like, Yes, they did. You see your friend right here in the white t-shirt that you brought with you? He's got a stamp on his hand and your other friend has a stamp on his hand. You watched me take their money and stamp their hands while you were standing behind them. So don't tell me that they didn't have to pay because they did too. And they did. They were nice about it. You're being an asshole. So then that whole thing got settled and I'm like, finally, I can relax. I can relax. It's fine. And then I get a text message from one of the owners. And he's like get that dude out from behind my bar and i'm like huh so i look and one of our regulars was bar backing like you know restocking the beer fridge making sure the ice buckets were filled and i was like oh okay you know uh, i think he was just back here bartending because um andrew said we needed help and i was like but i'll show this text message to Measy and you know so then i texted him back and mizy and i was like okay mizy took care of it he's back out in the crowd and so then I had to deal with that. And so finally, I'm like, oh, I can relax. So I got another glass of wine, taking people's money, gets pretty busy. And then all of a sudden, I see both security guards just running into the crowd. And I'm like, Gosh. great. So there was a fight. And it was with one of our regulars, who's one of my dad's friends. And I guess the other guy like put him in a chokehold or whatever. And then so... One of these security guards was off duty that night, but came in with his friend. So then he got involved because he was like, well, you know, I mean, I'm, I'm, off, here. I'm off duty, but I got to do something. Yeah. So then he got kicked. And so the, and I looked and there was a giant like knot and like on his leg. So he got kicked hard. And so then that guy got arrested, which I didn't arrest, um, you know, my dad's friend. Like, But it was just a whole mess. And so finally I got off at 1 a.m., and I had myself another glass of wine, and I sat down in the back by the pool table, drank my glass of wine, and I was like, I'm going the fuck home. And I went the fuck home.
1: Yeah, I mean, it sounds like it's a good thing you didn't have to house sit for me then. <laughs> yeah.
0: it, was, it was a long night. It was crazy. And oh my god, I, I think I lucid dreamed for the first time. Like, so, okay. Oh, that takes it out of you too. When was it? Was it Friday night? I don't think it was Friday night. I think it was Thursday. No, it wasn't Thursday night. I was busy Thursday night. What night was it? Oh, my God. Was it Friday night? It might have been Friday night. Because I think I was, like, took a nap really late.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And, yes, because it, it had to have been Friday night. Because I told my dad when he came in to work the next day. Because he stopped by the bar for a second. was like, do you want any breakfast? And I was like, no, I left early enough to get myself coffee and breakfast. So, uh, it's fine. And, um, but... I was telling him about it because I literally felt myself falling asleep, but I had like napped really late, but then I was like still tired. So like I was like laying down and I could feel myself falling asleep, like my legs locked up and I could feel them get really heavy and like my knees were locked. I literally could feel like my consciousness slipping away and it felt like. It was like literally leaving my body, like I was just seeing it leave my body, like it was really weird. And I was like, "What the hell's going on?" And then it kept freaking me out because I was like, "Oh my God, my soul is leaving my body. I'm gonna die." <laughs> this, is it. this is the big one. Because I've never, like, I've never felt myself like fall asleep and be like in between, yeah, being awake and being asleep before. Like that has never happened to me. Like, usually, I'm awake, and the next thing I know is the next morning, and I don't know how I got from point
1: A to point B. I get in that in between state a lot and it's draining. Yeah, I've never felt that before. It was so weird. It happens to me all the fucking time. <laughs> but then I
0: think I realized that I finally let it happen because I was like, I don't think I'm dying. I think I'm just trying to go to bed. <laughs> <laughs> so I let it happen and then like I f- finally just let like because I don't know how to explain it, but like the uh, the best way is like the consciousness leaving my body. So I finally just let it completely go and get out. And then I was like. So now, am I asleep? Does this mean I'm asleep? Like, what is this? And so then I was like, okay, maybe I'm dreaming. And then so I started trying to lucid dream. I was like, can I control this? And I could. And I was like, this is actually kind of sick as hell. And I was like, this is kind of fun. <laughs> yeah. Lucid dreaming is fun. It makes
1: me very tired,
0: though. When I wake up. Yeah, but then the next day, like, or not the next day, but at some point, I, like, fully went into sleep. Yeah. And went into, like because I started having a different dream and I could not control that one. It was just like, and I didn't even, I wasn't trying to control that one. It was just like watching a movie. I was just like, okay, so yeah. this was me and I'm
1: for real dreaming right now. Yeah. How are most of your dreams? Do you, are they like a movie and you're watching them or are you participating? Even if you can't control.
0: Um, It depends. Most of the time I'm participating. I think, I think most of the time, I think all the time I'm participating. Mm-hmm. I think the best way to just, was like I'm watching a movie because like, it was like we were having like a family reunion except none of my family was there it was like that. it was like lexi and Haley and like so it was like i was like i don't know what's going on but we were like in a cabin and i think we were playing pictionary so it was just it was that's nice but there was a really nice blanket i remember that about the drew there was like a couch and the couch was um it had, like, wooden on the sides of it, but then, like, padding, and uh, okay. then it had, like, a blanket thrown over the back, and it was a really nice blanket. It was, like, I don't know, that's my distinct memory Best to remember <laughs> A great
1: blanket.
0: We were in a cabin, we were playing games, and there was an excellent I blanket. I mean, was like a great time. <laughs> that's funny. But, yes, yeah, so that has been
1: my time <laughs> this week. All right. Wow sounds like you might need something that we have what is it so we're drinking
0: white wine (laughs) i'm so sorry i talked for 23 minutes about my week
1: (laughs) you you just have to deal with it it's fine cheers they deal i mean they if they were here last week they dealt with a lot more of you talking yeah that is true i like to talk
0: y'all i'm sorry that's why she has a podcast (laughs) yeah that's why i have a podcast so i'm not sorry (laughs) (laughs) yes it will be a lot shorter this week i promise oh
1: you're good In fact, maybe it should be
0: longer. It's like six or seven pages.
1: No, okay. It's about average. Yeah. Yeah.
0: But a lot shorter than 36 pages. I mean, (laughs) most of everything we've done (laughs) has been shorter than 36 pages.
1: (laughs) Historically. (laughs) I got close a couple times, but... (laughs) Well, what are we talking about today?
0: So we're talking about psychology. Yes. Yes, I'm super excited. Um, I changed my... topic a couple times, because I told you that this is what I think I'm gonna do, and then I changed my mind, and then I changed my mind again, and then I changed my mind back to what I told you I was gonna do last week, so we were still doing what I told you I was gonna do last week, but there was a whole process, because I realized I never continued what we, like, when we were still recording in Richard's office, like, that's... I told you, I was like, oh, well, maybe I'll do a part two of, like, the other altered states of consciousness, and then I just never did it, like, <laughs> 70 episodes ago. You said maybe, to be fair. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> so I was like, maybe I should do that, and then I still did not, so. Okay. It's That's fine. fine. <laughs> no biggie. Anything else? Um, I'm drinking the Sea Glass Pinot oh. Grigio. So last week I had the Sea Glass Pinot Noir, because I told you, like, I really liked the Sea Glass brand, and I really liked their Pinot Grigio. And so since we got white wine, I figured I would drink the glass Pinot Grigio, and I'm enjoying it
1: very much. It is delicious. (laughs) Full circle.
0: For continuity purposes, because I haven't continuated anything else, clearly, because I still (laughs) didn't continue half the things that I'm like, I'll do a part two. I never did. So this is the only time I've done a part two of anything.
1: You know, for alcohol.
0: (laughs) That's what it's like here.
1: It tracks, though. I guess that's... I don't have anything else, okay. I
0: promise. <laughs> no, I'm honest, I'm
1: done, that was it. You're fine. <laughs> um, I don't have a topic this week. <laughs> Oh, okay. So, full disclosure, I
0: don't have anything. Okay, so I'm really glad, because one of my options was, what if I just don't do something this week? Because I did such a long segment last week, maybe I should take a break. But then I was like, I was like, I really like psychology. Just say, this is your category. I don't want to take a break on this category,
1: but I considered it for a second. That would have
0: been awkward. (laughs) we would have had to do an impromptu
1: just chatting, <laughs> which I took up 23 minutes of just chatting, so. Probably could have. So <laughs> it. No, I, yeah, I don't have anything, so I'm sorry about that. I just, I couldn't think of anything I wanted to do. Like, psychology's cool, it's interesting. It was never my favorite thing, so, like, I'm in no way, like, an expert or knowledgeable really at all. Uh, I took psychology at an art school. I think I've talked about that before, so, like... <laughs> It wasn't in depth, and I didn't pay attention that much. And so, like, the ones I've done in the past, they've all been, like, really light and silly. And, like, attraction, it's kind of bullshit anyway, so I can talk about that without feeling pressured. Color, I do know color theory, because I went to art school. And then Little Spoon, I just thought was funny. And then it got a little deeper, but I still felt comfortable talking about it. So I couldn't really think of anything that I would be, like, comfortable enough to talk about it without just reading a paragraph to you guys Mm. verbatim. Uh, So I just thought, I'm just going to set this one out, because nothing came to mind. If I can't make it fun, I probably won't do something on Mm -hmm. a serious topic like this, just because I don't talk about stuff if I don't know about it. (laughs) So yeah, hopefully that's okay. Well, I guess I will jump in, (laughs) because I've got something to talk about.
0: (laughs) I I do like to read you guys large paragraphs in chunks, but usually it's not verbatim. I usually throw some stuff in there, and usually when I write my paragraphs out, I like will be like, this is what I wrote down, but let me add this into it, even though I didn't write that down, and so, but today, I kept it short on purpose, because I was like, I did so much last week, I'm not going to do a lot this week, so today we're going to be talking about developmental psych, and obviously, clearly, there's a lot that goes into developmental psychology, Um, but like I said, after 36 pages last week, I'm not going to do that again this week, so I'm going to keep it pretty contained, and I'm just going to do the two main theories of developmental psych, because obviously, you know, you can get into, like, you know, conditioning and behavioral stuff, and, like, that can all considered, can be considered developmental psychology, Um, and then you get into, like, how... Like, your gender identity develops, and when that develops, and then nature versus nurture, which can be its own topic in and of itself, but that also includes developmental psychology. And then you can get to Colbert, Colbert's moral theory, which also has to do with developmental psychology because your morality develops at different stages of your life, which is what developmental psychology is. It's how you develop on different stage, at different stages of your life. Um, but instead, I'm like, we're just going to do the two big ones. Okay. So the first is called, um, Jean. Or it's called Piaget's Stage Theory, and it's by Jean Piaget, uh, and this theory focuses on cognition and cognitive development. The cognitive perspective of psychology deals with memory, intelligence, perception, learning, etc. Um, and then Piaget pr- proposed that cognition developed through distinct stages from birth through the end of adolescence. The first stage is called the sensory motor stage. It lasts from birth to two years. Children begin learning about the world through the use of their senses and motor actions. So infants usually touch, manipulate, look, listen to, and even bite and chew objects. Like if you've ever been around children, you know, one of the things they want to do is grab literally everything within their sight, even if they shouldn't. And you're, but it's because that is how they are trying to learn about the world. They just want to figure things out. And so that's how they do it. It's just by touching and just interacting with it with their senses. This is also when babies begin to develop object permanence. Um, Piaget did an experiment where he hid a toy underneath a blanket, and older infants would look for that toy, but younger infants did not. It's why young infants like peekaboo, because they get so excited to see your face, because when you hide your face when you're playing peekaboo, they literally think you've left. Like, they think you don't exist, because they don't have object permanence. But as you get into, like, the older infants, they start to understand object permanence, and just that something is hidden doesn't mean it's gone.
1: Do you know what shows an actually, like, weirdly kind of accurate description of, like, child development? Hmm. The Sims. Especially oh. with the new, like, you can have the infants and stuff. Mm-hmm. You actually have to, like, do certain things with them, like, play big to, to, like, get them to, like, develop their, like, motor skills and all this. Yeah. Like, you have to actively do it. And then when they become toddlers, you have to, like, keep, like, it's all the different stages. So, mm-hmm. weirdly kind of accurate. Of course, yeah. it's in a weird, goofy sim way, of course. <laughs> but it is, like, it weirdly, like, tracks. It's a good example of, like, how that works. Yes. So. And then
0: the next stage is the pre-operational stage. It lasts from ages 2 to 7. Children will use their new ability to represent objects in a wide variety of activities, but they do not yet... Do it in ways that are organized or fully logical so this is when children get engaged in imaginative activities and are starting to think on two levels at once one being imaginative and the other being realistic this dual processing of experience makes dramatic play an early example of metacognition or reflecting on and monitoring monitoring of thinking itself um, they play make-believe and can even understand symbolism at this point, which means, like, they can take a stick and pretend it's a sword. They're using the stick as a symbol for a sword. Mm-hmm. So they're starting to understand symbolism. Um, at this point, children still remain egocentric throughout the pre pre-oper- preoperational stage. This means they cannot understand that other people think in different ways to them or that events take or events that take place are not always related to them. It's kind of like how in elementary school, like, you would find out that like your friend's parents were divorced, and my parents never being divorced, I was like, wait, that's like a real thing that happens. I thought everybody had a mom and a dad and had grandparents, and then I thought everybody didn't know their dad's side of the family. Like I was like, nobody else in the world like knows their dad's side of their family. They only have one set of grandparents, and you always go to your mom's on holidays. That's how it works. Honestly, that is not how it works. But when you're in between the ages of two to seven, that's how you think it works. Yeah. Children, um, at this point, I skipped a line. The next stage is the concrete operational stage. So you've got the pre-operational and then concrete operational. It lasts from ages 7 to 12. Children begin to grasp the basics of logical reasoning, demonstrating abilities such as reversibility, decentration, Um, and other conservation skills. Conservation is the understanding that something stays in the same quantity, even though its appearance changes, like being able to understand that when water is taken from one glass and put into another glass, that's a different shape. Uh, The amount of water is still the same. Or if you line up something like um, checkers, like you put checkers in a row, even though if the top row is spread out more and the bottom row is all pushed together, it's still the same amount of checkers in both lines. That's what conservation is. And then... um, Children can logically solve problems at this point, but they typically cannot think abstractly yet um, or hypothetically. They can only solve problems if it applied to them in actual objects or events, like if they understand how it applies to them and the real world. Children at this point can begin to group objects by common features, such as grouping animals into birds, mammals, reptiles, etc. They can also understand that objects can belong to multiple categories at the same time. Children understand that numbers or objects can be changed, then returned back to their original state. And this is also when they understand, like, you know, 5 plus 3 is the same as 3 plus 5. Or 5 plus 3 equals 8 is the same as 8 minus 5 equals 3. Decentration refers to the ability to simultaneously consider multiple aspects of a situation or problem. This allows children to move beyond a focus on a single aspect of a situation, um, a tendency known as centration, which is characteristic of the pre-operational stage. And then the last is the formal operational stage. It lasts from ages 11 to adulthood. Children become able to reason not only about tangible objects and events, but also about hypothetical or abstract ones. Um, adolescents can think about their own thought processes, reflecting on how they learn best or understanding why they might have made a mistake in judgment, which is referred to as another form of metacognition. This is also the stage where complex analogies can not only be understood but made. So usually in, like, the stage before it, they start to understand analogies. Like, mm-hmm. you know, if in elementary school, if you remember, like, you would have to do, like, you know, this is to this as this is to this. Yeah. Very simple analogies, but now in the formal operational stage, that's when you can start to like not only understand complex analogies, but also make your own.
1: Okay.
0: And so that is Piaget's stage theory.
1: Oh, okay.
0: He only has four. Now, the next one's a little bit longer. It is uh, Erickson's stage theory. So it was created by Eric Erickson. Okay. Yeah. Eric, the son of Eric, (laughs) and it deals with social development and social psychology. So a lot of times these theories don't cancel out each other because a lot of times in psychology I was about to
1: ask, is like one more thought of than the other, but you just said they don't even like compete really?
0: Yes, because they're two completely different. Like Piaget's deals with cognition, whereas Erickson's deals with social psychology. Okay. Because, like, if you take, like, dream theory, which I think I talked about in the first episode, how there are three different theories of dream theory, and, like, you can kind of work them in together, but really they're kind of competing theories, um, whereas these don't necessarily need to be competing because they deal with two separate... What's the word? Two separate instances of... It's two separate ways of development. One deals with, like, physical, like, thinking, mental, like actual like mental activity, logic, reasoning, whereas this one is like social theory. Yeah. So, it is split up into eight different stages and each stage is split into two sides, one negative and one positive, depending on how the social interactions around them shaped them. Okay. So, your first stage is going to be your trust versus mistrust. This happens from birth to one year. So, if a child's basic needs were consistently met and on a schedule, that predictability leads to trust. Whereas the alternative means they learn that unpredictability will lead to mistrust with the adults in their life if the adults didn't meet their needs growing up. The next stage is autonomy versus shame and doubt. And this happens from ages one to three years. Um, Toddlers realize that they can direct their own behavior if they do something wrong and it is handled correctly by a person of authority, parents especially, They learn that they are are autonomous and direct their own actions. If handled incorrectly, they will doubt their ability to make decisions and try new things because they are worried about doing something wrong and they will always feel like they need someone to tell them what to do. The next stage is initiative versus guilt, and this happens from ages 3 to 5 years. Children begin to assert their power and control over the world through directing play and other social interactions. Um, children who are successful and this like uses quotes like children who succeed at this stage or yeah. children who fail at this stage, but really it's like children who had their needs met during this stage or children who were um, you know, treated correctly in this stage and like
1: Yeah, um, like they took a test and yeah failed.
0: <laughs> and not like it's the child's fault yeah. that they failed this stage. Like it's usually like the social interactions that they had growing up led them to not be able to learn this skill right. because of the way that they were treated and the way that situations were handled with them from people who were in a higher authority than they were right um, but the easiest way to say it is success versus failure but i don't want you to think i'm saying oh <laughs> the child is slowly responsible for whether or not they succeed or fail at this stage <laughs> yes. um, So, yes, children who are successful at this stage feel capable and able to lead others. Those who don't acquire this skill um, is left with a sense of guilt, self-doubt, and lack of initiative. Um, Children need to begin asserting control and power over the environment. It's also how they learn to stand up for themselves. It's how they learn to take initiative, like, especially like doing schoolwork or at a job. Like, you know, hey, this is what I can do and I'm going to do it. Success in this stage leads to a sense of purpose children who try to exert too much power and experience disapproval will result in, like, a sense of guilt. Like, they feel like they've always done something wrong and that every time they try to assert themselves, then that means that, like, they start to feel like they don't have a right to assert themselves because people made them feel bad about it. <laughs> okay. It hits a little close to home, uh, doesn't, yeah. it? <laughs> doesn't it? Yeah. Doesn't it? A drink. Yeah, me too. <laughs> We have childhood trauma here. Yes. Yeah, especially that fucking, like, these first three, especially. Yeah. A little rough. The trust versus the mistrust. I don't really trust adults. I'm not gonna lie. I'm an adult. I don't trust but. anyone. <laughs> I don't trust myself. The autonomy versus shame and doubt.
1: Yeah, I feel like. Yeah. It's also just wild it happens from such a young stage as It's like, yes, huh, great. So we're just screwed from the beginning. Yeah, because, it's all up to other
0: people. Because you know, if parents don't handle situations correctly, you can fuck up your kids, and that's why I don't want kids. Because that shit's
1: terrifying. Oh yeah, I cannot. It's too much responsibility. Can't be responsible for. It. I can barely be responsible for myself. <laughs> Let's be honest. Like, it's crazy. <laughs> I woke up this morning and had a beer and pasta salad for breakfast. Like, I can't take care of a kid. Are you kidding me? That's okay. I got
0: a notification from CoStar this morning saying it's time to wake up. And I went, no. It, it, the notification came in at 1045. I was still in bed. And then when I saw that notification, I went, fuck you. I'm staying in bed even longer. And I didn't get out of bed until 1115. Just to spite you, CoStar. <laughs> Like, I worked a lot yesterday. I deserve to lay down.
1: <laughs> yeah, about that time, Coach was telling me to take off. Get up. I was probably cracking my beer,
0: eating my pasta salad. There you go. Know, I had a hot butter Sunday Pop Tarts. So <laughs> Good decisions all around. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so the next is industry versus inferiority. And this happens from ages five to 12. Children begin getting new opportunities to learn, and then through social interactions, children begin to develop a sense of pride in their accomplishments and abilities. Children need to cope with new social and academic demands, and children who are encouraged and commended by parents and teachers develop a feeling of competence and belief in their skills, and then those who receive little or no encouragement from parents, teachers, or peers will doubt their abilities to be successful. That one hits a little close to home, too. (laughs) Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's, it's so fun here <laughs> it's so fun and i'm trying very hard not to overshare
0: and just be like here's how this fucked me up and how i didn't pass this i, I failed this stage <laughs> failed yeah quote unquote failed and the next is identity versus role confusion and this is your adolescence years so like 13 to early 20s Ugh. um This is where one develops a sense of personal identity, which will continue to influence behavior and development for the rest of a person's life. Teens need to develop a sense of self and personal identity. Success leads to an ability to stay true to yourself, while failure leads to role confusion and a weak sense of self. During adolescence, children explore their independence and develop a sense of self. Those who receive proper encouragement and reinforcement through personal exploration will emerge from the stage with a strong sense of self and feelings of independence and control. Those who remain unsure of their beliefs and
1: desires will feel insecure and confused about themselves and the future. I feel like during this stage I probably just learned how to mask because <laughs> I, have, I am not a real person. <laughs> I have that thought a lot. I do not know who I am <laughs> underneath I <know>. it all. <laughs>
0: We take those, like, personality quizzes, and I'm like, I don't know the answer to this. What do you think? Yeah, I know. <laughs> Literally on our YouTube video, you were like, I can't answer any of this for you. And I was like, oh, <laughs> But I don't know. I don't know who
1: I am.
0: I'm like, I just made up shit and, like, hoped for the best. And I'm like, I guess this is, this is it.
1: Yeah. No real identities here. <laughs> so this
0: next one is intimacy versus isolation this happens in your early adulthood. So, young adults need to form infinite loving relationships with other people. Success leads to stronger relationships, while failure results in loneliness and isolation. This is also where you kind of get into Erickson thinking, starting to um, believe that these stages piggyback off one of another. So, like, if you have failure then this stage, it'll be harder to get success in the next stage. Like, they're not all independent of one another. Okay. Like, usually they piggyback off one another. Okay. So, Erickson believed, and heavy focus on Erickson believed, Okay. <laughs> that a strong sense of personal identity identity was important for developing intimate relationships. Studies have demonstrated that those with a poor sense of self tend to have less committed relationships and are more likely to struggle with emotional isolation, loneliness, and depression.
1: Yeah. <laughs> checks out
0: So next is generativity versus stagnation This is your middle adulthood stage okay. So adults need to create or nurture things that will outlast them Either through the form of like having children Or creating a positive change that benefits other people Oof um, And oof <laughs> Success leads to feelings of usefulness and accomplishment While failure results in shallow involvement in the world during adulthood, we continue to build our lives. Those who are successful during this phase will feel that they are contributing to the world by being active in their home and community. Those who fail to attain this skill will feel... Those who fail to attain this skill will feel <laughs> unproductive and uninvolved in the world. That was a weird set of vows. Yeah, all one right next to the... Right end. back to back. <laughs> It got a little confusing and muddled there in the middle, but that's okay. I fixed it. You got it. And the last stage is integrity versus despair. It is your late adulthood till you die, basically. Woo! (laughs) (laughs) So this is the stage where people start to look back on the events of their lives and determine if they are happy with the life that they have lived or if they regret the things they did or didn't do. Older adults need to look back on life and feel a sense of fulfillment. Success at this stage leads to feelings of wisdom, uh, tranquility, spiritualism where failure results in regret, bitterness, and despair. Um, people reflect back on the events of their lives and take stock. Those who look back on a life they feel was well lived will feel satisfied and ready to face the end of their lives with a sense of peace. Whereas those who look back and only feel regret will instead feel, f- feel fearful that their lives will end without accomplishing the things they feel they
1: should have. Mm-hmm. That is Erickson's age theory. Eric's my man. I gotta be honest, I feel like I failed all of your stages. <laughs> you haven't even met two of the stages yet. I, I mean, kind of. You're still a young adult. I'm old. You are still old all the time. You're still a young adult. I'm already looking back at my life in despair <laughs> every day. That's why I drink. So I don't, I mean, I'm not mad about it.
0: I drink because I failed all the earlier stages. Oh, I definitely failed those. Where'd you get all this childhood trauma? I got it from my mama. I'm a mixed, a mixed trauma bag. (laughs) Yeah, no, but that one that was the industry versus inferiority, like the ones before that, already hit home because you know that like I already like feel self doubt and like I'm never sure if I'm allowed to assert myself, and especially like when we worked at the place we used to work at, and I would just like let myself keep getting mistreated all the time. Yeah. Um, and then because you know growing up as a gifted kid in school when you're at that early stage and you, know, like, you get to go to the gta gifted and talented like mm-hmm. here's where you go and then when you get older and then gta no longer exists and then you realize you're average and then you get in trouble all the time even though you're doing your best and you're like i just can't do anything ever yeah and sometimes it comes out here because i'm like i don't know if the, like this like I mean, this is what I'm talking about today, but hopefully I'm right. And if it's not right,
1: uh, I did my best. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're just, that's, that should have been the podcast name. Just trying our best. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> Failing Erickson Stages the Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> that, could, that could be the title of this episode. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: Could be. Probably will be. <laughs> I'm my sensory motors. I got Piaget's down pat. Like, <laughs> the Piaget, I I did every one of his correctly. Knocked it out of the park. <laughs> yeah. Erickson, i <also. laughs>
1: Yeah. Gotta, gotta be honest there. <laughs> I think I kind of dropped the bag on that one.
0: Wow. That was much shorter than I thought it was going to be. Yes, like I said, I kept it very uh, succinct. Yeah. And just trying to keep it. The two main two, and then like didn't go into too much crazy detail. It was just like,
1: let me just lay it out for you
0: instead
1: <laughs> the of the billing blocks.
0: Trying to give you Found a whole lesson into one in one episode, like I did last week. I figured y'all needed a break. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I mean, needed a break. <laughs> that's fair. Yeah, you did talk a lot last <laughs> week. Got through it though, actually surprisingly faster than I thought.
0: So did I. I was like feeding through it, just like barreled, (laughs) barreled right on through it.
1: Yes, I'm surprised your throat didn't hurt afterwards. Oh, it did. Oh.
0: (laughs) (laughs) My throat hasn't felt good all week since last week. Oh. (laughs) It originally was because I kept talking so much last week, and then the weather hit, and then that's, Um, so then it didn't get any better, because it was just like. That is fair. Well,
1: I guess we should spend. Yeah, I mean, we don't really have anything else. It uh, might be a shorter one this week. I mean, it is going to be a shorter one. Compa- anything compared to last week is going to be shorter, <laughs> to be fair, to be honest. I didn't even look
0: at how long it was. The only thing I looked at was um, the podcast number, but I didn't actually look to see how long the recording time was.
1: I cut it down.
0: How much of my useless psychobabble <laughs> of thank pieces did you cut
1: no. out? No, no, I kept it all in. Oh. <laughs> like I guess it's it's a long one. We recorded, like, maybe three ou- maybe exactly three hours. Uh-huh. And I got it down to two hours, 48 minutes. Ah. <laughs> so I edit, anyway, I really just edit out a lot of the long pauses and the, some of the ums and oh. the ah. Uh, uh, <laughs> just to make us sound smarter, because. Yeah. <laughs> there are a lot of ums that we yeah. do. Like, oh, I skipped the line, I was supposed to read next. <laughs> but yeah, sometimes I, like, mess, I... Bleep out some of our, like, if we get stuck on a word or something, but sometimes I'll leave it in if it's funny mm. and we laugh about it or something, but... Or if it sounds weird, if I cut it out. But yeah. Cut it down. A little bit. <laughs> not a lot, but a little bit. It's still not
0: longer than our uh, literature episode. No. Red, white, and royal blue, I still think is our... Or lo- er, no, not red, white, and royal blue. It's Achilles Achilles. still our longest episode. it's the longest one, yeah. Which, that was fun. It was good. I thought about rereading it, but then I decided I... Don't hate
1: myself that much. <laughs> I don't want to be sad right now. <laughs> so instead, I'm going to watch reality television. <laughs> there you go. I feel sad for other people. <laughs> realize
0: that my life will never get to that point, yeah. so it's probably okay. We're good. <laughs> oh my God, I, I started watching a new reality television show. Uh-huh. Um, it's called, it's a gay dating reality show. Okay. Yeah, so I never get to see, like, queer reality dating shows. Like, yeah. it's always straight couples. It's always straight couples. Yeah. Um, exclusively. Exclusively, literally. <laughs> so I found one that is a gay dating reality show. So, of course, I was like, I had to watch it. And I started it today. And that's also why it took me a long time to decide if I wanted to take a nap or take a shower because I was also didn't want to stop watching the show. That's um, And it's really good. And it's actually really cute. Like, it's not, like, drama and, like, you know, like crazy people, I feel like, that are being put into this situation, and then, like... So I was about to ask, like, is it, like, crazy, (laughs) terrible, because that's how most dating shows are. No, like, I literally, during the first episode, I was, like, smiling so hard, because they were, they were on, like, so they drew cards to, like, go to a certain place, and they had to go to this location, and then it was originally, like, you know, you were gonna meet up, it was, like, a blind date, so... If two people drew the same card they went to the same location they had a blind date and that's how everyone got introduced to each other but they there are six people Mm -hmm. and instead of doing three separate ones they did two and two and then like after like a half hour or like whatever time had passed they didn't really specify but then it was revealed that the third person and the like the fifth and sixth person weren't going on their own blind date they were joining the other dates. So, then they were just having, like, this group hangout, getting to know each other. Yeah. And so, they were just, like, talking in this little coffee shop and, like, getting desserts. and.
1: Um, it's, like, a very, um, they do it a lot in, like, Japan. Like, yeah, it's like South dating. Korea. Okay, it's yeah. A, it's a gay dating okay. show set in
0: South Korea. Really? Yeah!
1: Wow, progressive. Yeah, and
0: apparently it's on its second season. And I started with the second season. Oh, wow. And because I was, like, I saw, like, this clip on uh, YouTube. It was, like, one of the YouTube shorts. And it was, like, reality TV, uh, Korea, uh, and then had the title. And so I was like, oh, my God. It's called His Man Too. So was, the dating show is called His Man. So season one is His Man, and then season two is His Man 2. And so I was like, I'm going to watch this. And, like, it was so cute. Oh, and I was like, I this is that. adorable. And, like, the biggest drama that's happened is, like, this one guy um, likes um, – The guy, because they drew roommates, and that drew, so two people get a single room, and then uh, Mm -hmm. they each get a single room, and then two people are sharing a room on the second floor, and then two people are sharing a room on the first floor. So this one guy likes his roommate that they're sharing a room together with. But he is like, oh, you know, this guy's a really good friend. Like, I see 100% friendship with him. And, like, the other guy is, like, head over heels for this guy. Because he was, like, my type is, like, someone who has, like, a really warm heart but kind of looks, like, punk or kind of looks, like, naughty but has, like, a really warm heart. And this guy is, like, wearing a leather jacket, has two neck tattoos. And so he's his exact type. And so he really likes him. and But he's only, the other guy only sees him as a friend. And so then they introduced a seventh person. And this is the biggest drama that's happened is like the seventh person comes in and the guy with the neck tattoos picked um, one guy to go on a date with because they drew cards. A lot of this is like they get a mission and they have to draw cards. So this mission was like if you got an arrow, you got to pick who you wanted to go on a date with. And there were three arrows and there were three hearts. And so if you got an arrow, you got to pick who of the hearts you wanted to go on a date with and so the guy with the neck tattoos picked the guy he liked but then a seventh guy came in like after they'd gotten ready for the date and everything and happened to they were like you get to pick who you want to go on a date with whoever's date is left alone has to stay at the house and doesn't get to go on a date and he picked the guy that the guy with the neck tattoos likes and he was like yeah you know i I, like smiled and i clapped for them but i was it was I was trying to keep it on my face, that I was like, you know, okay. But I don't think I did a very good job. And then like he just kind of like laid down in his bed and like, got on like the phones that they gave him. Was just kind of like laying down in his bed. And then the roommate came in and was like really hesitant to leave because he had a different date because they both had arrows, so they couldn't. So he couldn't pick. Yeah. His roommate. Right. But he didn't want to leave because oh. he felt so bad. And I'm like, that's the biggest drama that's happened, oh. and it's like cute. Yeah. Like, it's adorable.
1: Well, I mean, yeah, good good for South Korea. They have a gay dating show. I know! I, I thought was it was very surprising, <laughs> actually. Um, but that does track that it's, like, a nice reality show because the only, like, genuine joy I've ever gotten from a reality show is a Japanese one called Terrence House, mm. which I love that one because it's, like, they take just a group of random people, put them in a house to live together, and they don't have to, like, have any romantic... Like, they just, they're basically just living their lives in a house together getting to know each other romances can happen or friendships can happen Mm -hmm. and then there's a group of like three or four comedians that comment on the show and make it hilarious (laughs) that's my favorite like it is the best reality show ever because it's no pressure like they're literally just living their lives and like sometimes like spicy stuff happens and the comedians are like oh like they freak out it's really (laughs) funny or then they're just like it just shows them going to work or like taking up surfing because one of the seasons was in Hawaii Mm. So there was a lot of, like, surfing stuff. And it was just, like, it's just so wholesome. Like, I don't know. It's so much better than American reality shows, which yeah. is just trash.
0: I'm, like, I'm used to watching Love Which I Island. love the
1: trash sometimes. I okay. do love the trash. Like, I, like <laughs> so my favorite is Love Island. I watch Love
0: Island religiously. It is so, it is a toxic dumpster fire, and I love every second <laughs> But to get to see this um, show, because I was, like, oh, this is, like, and I was not expecting it to be like so wholesome, and yeah. I, I was also not expecting it to like come from South Korea, yeah, that's or, amazing, or like action. be a reality show because like you know you you see like um, BL shows or like GL shows like in South Korea, Japan, China, uh, Thai because or Thailand because I've been watching like a lot of the Thailand th- shows um, recently, and a lot of the times like. You know, they do this and because they know it's popular. But there have been, like, a lot of, like, older Thai BL shows. It comes out, like, the actor only did it for money because they knew it would get them popular, but they don't actually, like, support yeah. it. Whereas, like, nowadays, like, there is getting more support and a lot of the actors are, like, one of them literally is advocating for gay marriage in Thailand, um, even though they themselves are not gay, which is, like, you know, yeah, good great. job. Um, I lie. <laughs> Speak, Valentina. I I lie. <laughs> But, um, so it's, it was surprising to, like, because when I saw the short, I figured it'd just be, like, another drama. Yeah. Like, I was not expecting it to the be, cuteness. like, a reality show, for one, and then for it to be so cute, I'm like, oh, oh that's awesome. I love
1: that. Yeah, so we I, when you we were, like, I started a new reality show, I really, really thought... You're gonna say you were watching the ones where the mom state the other mom's sons, and I was like, I am so curious about that. I have not watched MILF Manor. Okay, yeah. I've heard heard about MILF
0: Manor. Found out there's a Dilf Manor. Oh,
1: god. Yeah. No, I'm gonna have to watch that. This might also be weirder. To be honest, I just the only thing I've ever heard about MILF Manor that was really weird is there's the one game where the moms have to pick out their sons' underwear out of the group and i'm I'm like what yes that's not a real thing it is i've seen clips on tiktok (laughs) and like i so want to watch the show but i'm so scared to watch the show i we might have to watch it sometime together just to drink and we're not not recording youtube after this you want to start (laughs) it maybe actually (laughs) I've got a whole nother bottle and a half of wine downstairs. Okay. Well I guess we should spin and then we're gonna go watch melt Banner. <laughs> I don't know how like it's a weird it's like a weird psychology to a reality <laughs> show. I fly here, but welcome to the podcast. Yeah. We need <laughs> to kill 20 minutes and we did, so <laughs> success. Great success. <laughs> oh, <okay>. oh no! <laughs> that doesn't count. <laughs> This, or I mean it could actually This is a disaster Don't hate what it lands on Oh my god Oh my god Okay Should I spin the drink wheel again? That's <laughs> no, it's fine unless, unless you feel the need Okay Our wheel is falling apart Everything's
0: falling apart So what'd we get? We got a person. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we got creators slash creatives, but what we have decided is that we're just going to ch- kind of make it broader to just be like a person that we like or that we think. Admire. Like Yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: yeah. Um, like, or like, especially if like in uh, history or like past, you know, people that we admire, but like currently, like, you know, people that we are a fan of. That kind of thing. So that is what we have got for next week. So we're just going to talk about somebody that we are either a fan of or that we really admire or just, you know, a person that we think we want to talk about.
1: Yeah. So just kind of broaden the creators, creatives tagline. Yes. Yeah. And we'll be drinking white (laughs) wine. Okay. Twist our arm.
0: Twist my arm especially. (laughs) I'll get turning leaf next week. She's already got a plan. <laughs> I love turning leaf too. See if you stick to it. If I don't forget, I will stick to it. <laughs> but if I do forget, who the fuck knows? I mean as long as it's white. <laughs> um Oh god, we have to do an afternoon. <laughs> this is you. <laughs> we have to we have to exit this, so we can't just say bye. <laughs> um Okay, yeah, so if you would like to find us as a collective, you can find us at Sip in Spin Pod on Twitter. Instagram, TikTok, uh, YouTube. If you would like to find, or if you would like to email us, you can find, you can, Jesus fucking Christ. If you <laughs> would like to email us, you can email us at sipandspinpod at gmail.com. If you'd like to find Brittany, you can find her at Woundsy Dream or Woundsy Dreams. If you'd like to find me, you can find me at gleam, YKS, on literally everything. But as always, the three link trees
1: will be down in the description below. Yeah. Emily, thank you for listening. Uh, again, sorry I didn't have a segment this week, but yeah. I don't know. I didn't feel confident confident or comfortable doing something, so. Fair enough. Well, <laughs> and keep dropping this fucking phone. <laughs> I got a new case on it, it's much slicker than my other one was. Oh yeah, it's a some knock off Swedish fish. Yeah, it's from
0: buffalo <laughs> It's
1: a sweet fish. It's a sweet fish, but it still looks the same. It's the same packaging. Yeah. <laughs> They're really testing the line here. <laughs> but I love it. Same with my Prongles, Pringles <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I ever realized it's a Prong. It doesn't say Pringles, but it's the exact thing. They just changed like one letter. It's from China. <laughs>
0: I don't think I ever realized it did. It's say either Pringles. Prongles or
1: Pringles. Like I can't remember <laughs> if it's not Pringles.
0: Because like, I remember the Pringles case, but I just, I never I guess looked at the letters to like see that it. doesn't say have Pringles. I have
1: another one that's supposed to be Tzatzikis, but it doesn't say Tzatzik. I forget what that one says. But just like it just... I don't know what Tzatzikis is. Um, or not Tzatzikis. That's the restaurant I used to eat at. Oh, Takis. Oh. I did not have Takis, I was like, oh, God, I miss Tazikis. Me and Richard were talking about it earlier today. <laughs> anyway, that's a really good Greek restaurant. It's like a chain. It's surprisingly really good Greek food. Um, I miss Greek food. Uh, but no, Takis. I have a Takis one, and I think it might be like Takas, or I don't know. It's, it's not Takis, but it makes me laugh. They make me laugh. I love my knockoff junk food. There you go. <laughs> But yes, uh, we will sip with you next time and we'll talk about a people. Still got my Yimingjong clan mm-hmm. yeah. case With my lotus flower. I
0: mean, it's That's a very pretty one. I still can't let go of the untamed.
1: Every right now and then I always see a bunch of untamed stuff and I'm like, so tempted to send it to you but I'm like, she's probably already seen it. <laughs> you can still send it to me anyways. <laughs> I'll be happy with that. You can still send it to me anyways. Okay. Good to know. <laughs> but yeah, uh, we will catch you next week. Yes, bye. Thanks for listening. Bye. Oh. Um, oh, also, I don't know if Skylar wanted to mention that uh, the YouTube video that came out this week is a little different. Did you want to say anything about that?
0: Oh, yes. So, because I was thinking about something else, I'm going to be completely honest, because I had something else to tell you. Oh, okay. <laughs> and so I was thinking about it, but I was going to wait till it's over, because I wasn't sure if you... But, because it went back to the uh, reality show that mm-hmm. I was watching. Um, so, the subtitles overlap on Ichi, which is a website that... Um, like the IQIYI so ichi um and cuz it's got Korean subtitles embedded in the video and then you have to turn on English subtitles and sometimes the subtitles overlap it's yeah. still leg- it's still legible but i was like okay i i bet if i hit edit subtitle i can move the subtitles i i
1: don't on youtube
0: no on ichi oh and um, still
1: I- that's how that works no it doesn't okay
0: i I hit edit subtitle and it was like add your own translation edit the translation okay and i was like oh god and so i was like i'm not qualified for this so i hit x and it was like the changes you made may not be saved and i was like please i hope not i didn't make any changes (laughs) i don't think i made any changes i didn't the second i realized where i was i hit x did i make a change Uh, So, then I was freaking out, because, like, did I change something? And then it was, like, and then it said, may not be changed. And I'm, like, you mean it could be saved? Like, Who knows? 50-50. It's, like, so, one, now I'm panicked that I made a change and didn't realize it. And, two, that change
1: may or may not be saved. I feel like maybe the wording for may was a poor choice. You're probably (laughs) fine. So, you probably didn't change anything. (laughs) But, uh, yes,
0: so... For our YouTube, that will be coming out. It's already out. Yes. That's what I was... I was <laughs> it came talking. out this week. Well, because I was going to say that will be coming out Tuesday, so three days before this comes out. Yeah. Um,
1: if you're hearing this, it's already
0: out. Yes, so if you're hearing this, it's already out. But it is our very first reaction video, which is something I've always loved watching. I love watching reaction videos. It's something I've always wanted to do. Like, I've always wanted to do, like, reaction or commentary videos. And so we finally did um, a reaction video and I'm super excited about it. We did EXO, their new comeback, uh, "Cream Soto. We are a little late, but I was also late watching it myself. Like I watched it like two weeks after it came out just because I didn't think I could emotionally handle it. But then (laughs) I decided, you know what? I'm gonna make Brittany watch it and we're gonna record it and put it on YouTube. So uh, if you are listening to this and you haven't watched it, Please go check it out. Let us know what you think of it. Um, Like, leave a comment, like, if it's a style that you like, or if you want us to continue doing it, or if you just absolutely hate it and think it's the worst thing ever. Don't tell us, please. You can say that, but I probably won't listen because I will still have fun doing it, even if nobody else likes it. Um, Just because it's a lot of fun. But I really, really enjoyed uh, making those videos. So hopefully you like watching them. And definitely if you haven't watched it, go watch it. And...
1: Boost yeah. it. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> boost. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. Um, boost it in the algorithm. I don't know. <laughs> it's also our first one, so if you like it, we'll keep doing it, and hopefully, they just they only get better. So. Yes, because we're still trying to figure out as far as like
0: you know editing and trying to avoid copyright and like because you know there's a lot that goes into that as far as reaction videos go. Um. So yes, but. We're just vibing. We're just vibing. And it's a lot of fun. And that's why I like it. Because it is just gen- genuinely, like, so much fun to do. Because, like, when I watch them by myself, so I have...
1: Uh, by myself? There's, there's multiple of <laughs> well, them. <laughs> the voices in your head are too. <laughs> yeah, the voices.
0: <laughs> the voices are back. <laughs> um... But when I watch it by myself, you know, I always have fun watching it because, you know, seeing a new music video and hearing a new song from a group that you really like, or even a group that you're like, okay, I haven't heard of this group, but it's on my YouTube recommended. Let's check it out and see what happens. And then liking it, it's a lot of fun. And then getting to do it again and a reaction form and like get to, cause normally my reaction is I have a Twitter and I have a stand Twitter and I refuse to tell anybody what it is. You will never find out about it, hopefully. And if you do, please don't tell anybody. It's, it's embarrassing. Please don't tell her. <laughs> please don't tell me that you found it. I don't, I don't need to know that. Um, but normally my reactions are literally just me tweeting and, like, taking pictures of the music video as I'm watching it, posting it on Twitter, commenting on it. And so I'm, like, making my own little reactions, like, even long before this. So I now finally get to, to do it in video form and also getting to show it to Brittany, who probably doesn't even care, but I'm making her care, and it's fine. <laughs> I'm, having, I'm just vibing. <laughs> and they're, they're just kind of easy videos to film and easy videos to edit, but at the same time... Like, just because, and I say easy, but that's just because they're shorter. They don't take as um, long of a time as, like, a full-on gaming video would. So they're a lot of fun and just something we can do, like, especially if we just want to relax and, like, have a good time. Like, yeah. reaction videos are, like, an easy way to do that. and Just have a good time. And I really had a good time. <laughs> and you'll be evident. If you go watch the YouTube video, it will be evident in the video that I was having a good time. <laughs> From the first seconds. I just... <laughs> literally the, the song and music video started and I was immediately just like even talking about it now I haven't stopped smiling this whole time I've been talking yeah
1: so if you need some smiley Skyler in your life go watch it
0: but yeah so definitely let us know what you think and hopefully you like it that's all I can
1: say yeah and if not screw you we had fun
0: yeah or tell Brittany that you didn't like it because don't tell me you didn't like it I'm baby I will cry
1: you can tell me it's fine I have no heart (laughs) (laughs) I'm
0: just baby
1: okay we're really going with now okay yes this is finally
0: we dragged it out long enough okay bye bye